my back's been hurting, man. It's just been Why is that? putting me uh, too much fucking. Know. Nah, not enough. <laughs> so it's either one, you know. It's either too much or not enough, and I'm in the not enough category. So it hurts. It hurts my soul. That's the problem, though. It's like it's not my back. It's like my back soul, you know. So. Welcome to the Technique Podcast. It's me, Chris Quinn. We got Nick Chant laughing it up over there. We got Ty in the booth. We have Monty Benjamin today. He is at Comedian Monty on Instagram. You know what I've been doing lately, Chris? Tell me. I've, I have a Twitter, right? And I don't really use it except to see what's trending. You don't tweet, but no. you, you yep. listen to tweets. I see. It's, it's really where I see what's, you know, because that's where the news happens first, really. You see what's going on, you know? And uh, what I've been doing, though, is I, I go in and to the search bar and I type in toasted cheddar chalupa. And I do this every day. I do it every day, Chris, at the end of the day at night when I'm laying in bed. I type in toasted cheddar chalupa. And then what happens? And I see the tweets that came in that day, <laughs> the latest tweets about about the toasted cheddar chalupa. And typically on, on an average day, it's only about two people in the entire country who have tweeted about the toasted cheddar chalupa. Sure. And typically, and why I'm doing this is because they they say, Taco Bell, please bring back the toasted cheddar chalupa. And I loved it so much that I totally agree. And so now every night's my ritual. I, I go in and I like Every single one of those things. And sometimes most of them don't even have like a single like. So like I'm the only one and I don't even follow these people. So I wonder what they're thinking. They're like, what's this guy doing liking my toasted cheddar chalupa tweet? <laughs> so that's what I've been doing, Chris, every night until they bring it back, honestly. All right, let's get after it with Monty Benjamin this week. Uh, so how long you been doing comedy, and how long you been doing comedy in the uh, Tucson scene? Uh, oh, wow. Uh, no. I have a uh, well, long time, man. Yeah? A long... Uh, it's a, about 10. Wow. That is a really long time, because that yeah. dwarfs both mine and uh, yeah. Nick's time together. Uh, maybe, maybe even a little more, and... Uh, Tucson scene. I've been like doing comedy for like about four years now. Here, yeah. All Where right. were you doing it before? I was in uh, Florida, uh, Miami, Florida. Exclusively and, uh, for the first six years. No, hmm. just East Coast, uh, up and down East Coast. Uh, you know, all over uh, East Coast. Yeah. Started in Miami, and then uh, just started like. Moving up and down the state, then got out of the state, like Georgia, and went up to New York, and you know, back. But this was my, well, no, that's no sounds. No, my 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 goal was to reach Cali because that's where, like they say, all you have to go out to California to see if you can, you know. But uh, fell short and. Ended up in Tucson, so <laughs> I I know what you mean by that one. That's all right, though. No, no, no. Tucson is great. It's it's great. Um, but uh, no, I've never been on the West Coast, and uh, that was uh, one of my goals to get on the West Coast and see if I could like do some stuff. So you had this goal of California, but wh- what about New York? I mean, did you try that at all? How was that? I did. I did uh, try New York. Um, New York is tough. It is uh, very tough. 
How so? Uh, because it's it's hard to it's hard to gauge your set or what you've tried to uh, come across in a room full of comedians. Because uh, a lot of times, like the open mics are not um, like audience members. It's more comedians trying or waiting to get their turn. And uh, comedians can be like very, very like rough. Be like, right. uh, you know, you can't like tell if this joke went off or if this joke was really funny. Because other comedians are like, if you are funny, they're not going to tell you that you're funny. It's like, oh, who this dude is? He think he's funny. No, no, they're not going to do that. So, so you found it wasn't very populated with just average um, show goers? It was most mostly comedians? Most, yeah, most open mics were... Uh, comedians but uh it was, it was a good experience you know i didn't stay long so yeah most of my work was uh the south yeah the more of the uh southern clubs uh, did you yeah. do clubs out there is that yeah yeah clubs. yeah yeah clubs. um with the new york scene do you think it was because the scene was so big that other comics wouldn't necessarily pay attention to other comics they didn't really know or do you think it was more just that's like, a part of it too yeah that's a part of it too and it's it's like in in new york there's an opportunity to do like comedy like every day of the week like i know like we can like put something together here in tucson like you can go out on monday and find something tuesday no but New York, it's like every day of the week throughout the day. Like Multiple shows. Like, yeah, you yeah. go at 3 o'clock and like get on stage and then come back like 6, 9, you know. So it's, yeah. It's, Do you find a difference between East Coast comedy and West Coast comedy with like crowds and the, the stuff that you prepare to, to, the jokes that you prepare? Um, That's a good question. Uh, I... I don't think it's a difference, but it's not that different. I think it's uh, it depends on the the, the comic itself. See, I was uh, brought up in like an urban type comedy room where like the majority of the people were black. You didn't know I'm a black guy, and uh, <laughs> everybody was, uh, was 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 black, and uh, and I um, so I geared like all of my you know, material toward, you know, that type of audience. But then when I came out on the West Coast, it's not many of... There's not really a, a <laughs> black no, uh, comedy nah, scene. Nah, yeah, nah, I know. A question kind of in the same vein as Chris's, when you were performing kind of in the, in the South, um, and I guess you kind of alluded to it about how it was more of an urban setting that you were performing in, but did you ever perform... Uh, when you're kind of going through, you mentioned Georgia and everything. Did you ever perform for a predominantly white room? And how did they receive you? Because I've always wondered about just the Southern heritage and culture in general when it comes to comedy. How different is it going to be when you're in kind of that that space? Uh, I this is like this is where like experience comes in um, because not all rooms are the same. And you can't expect to be received the same in all rooms. Because I have like done just like all like white rooms, and uh, I am the guy because like oh this is the 
most of the times the only black dude that's like going up or that they see and you know they love me because I can adapt to whatever um, room I'm in. But then again, there are some rooms that uh, where the audience have no idea what the hell you talking about or what he just said. Yeah, or, they don't get any references none, or nothing. None. They just got this blank stare at you and you trying, you working. I mean, you're like, I know this goes off well, but they're not giving me nothing. They mm-hmm. don't. <laughs> so you have to be like, um, I guess, uh, smart about uh, what you're uh, going to do, what you're going to say, what uh, set you're going to do. That's like, for, for me, like any time or any, uh, it doesn't matter if it's an open mic or if I'm like booked for a show, I like to get there early. I like to get there early because I like to like see the crowd, you know, see what type of vibe is in the room, what type of uh, people that uh, are there so I can like relate to them, make it easier, you know, for myself. But uh, yeah, man, so I, no, it depends. You just have to like be wise on that. Yeah, it's room to room, not necessarily yeah, yeah. like race to race. No, no, yeah. no it's room to room. Um, you do predominantly clean comedy. Do you want to talk on that? Do you like uh, try and make it clean, or do you? It does it just like naturally come out that way? Uh, no, I didn't always. I didn't start out. Yeah, you like didn't. I was predominantly clean, but I didn't start out clean. But then um, I found out like a long time ago that. Uh, that being clean opened a lot more doors uh, in uh, the comedy industry uh, because someone's always looking for a clean comic to do like birthday parties or office parties. That's the big Christmas thing I hear parties. is office and parties. Yeah. And, yeah. Yes, man. And the Christmas, clean, yeah. You automatically got a got I a know. gig, got a job. So I tell like like new comics or comics that's up and coming, look. Always have at least five minutes of McLean material, McLean uh, material in your back pocket, just in case. Just in case. Um, you, just in case the room needs it. Yeah. Because, yeah. Yeah. So I and so once I found out that you know doing clean comedy works, I just stayed with it. Um, yeah. How hard of a transition was it for you to to stop? Maybe like when you were in the process of writing, which we'll get to in a second, but when you were in the process of joke writing, when you decided like, okay, exclusively clean stuff, was it hard to like, if you, were you ever tempted essentially to be like, uh, let's slip an F word in. Oh wait, no, I, I got it. You know, how hard was that transition? to? It, it wasn't really hard for me because, uh, like I say, I, I wasn't really that, you know, filthy or, uh, I didn't use, uh, that much profanity anyway. So it was like an easy transition. Um, to me. Uh, but then again, there are some times where I would say, you know, you know good F-bomb would go good <laughs> right here. <laughs> you know, and I don't, I can't use it, but I try to like give it to, hey, you might want to. Because this will work well <laughs> yeah, in your set. Like, don't get me wrong, all, all comedy, man, there's, there's a genre for everybody, man. Uh, just because like, I'm clean. I enjoy like and not so clean comedy. I, I I was like raised up on like like Eddie Murphy and you know Richard Pryor. These are like two of the founding like 
profanity father. So. I was going to say, Eddie is so not clean. <laughs> yeah, he was there. Yeah, I remember so. watching that when I was like 14 <laughs> right? and my mom being like, what are you watching? Because it was just like, fuck, fuck, fuck. And you're right. just like, all right, jeez. So, um, uh, sometimes, you know, it, it fits right there if you know how to, uh, you know, prepare your, your set and stuff. So you just can't just be going out there throwing F-bombs and, and thinking that you're going to get a laugh because you, you said it. No, no, it has to be like, place just right you know so you can get that that laugh that you always wanted was looking for so especially when you say it too much it takes away from that yeah i i was saying it as a pause when i first was going up i would i would say like fucking and i that was like my first thing i was like i need to cut that out so hard because it just sounds it just sounded bad throughout my entire set because i would like pause and just go like i would be like thinking and it would just be like curse word and then you could see people you're like why did he just curse right there like it just wouldn't make sense right yeah. right right yeah and it's it's also too i think it's a uh, it's difficult it's very difficult uh i've talked to a lot of like comics and some comics can't do clean at all they try they just like i it ain't in me man i can't do it i just can't and it is it's a it's a i guess it's a it's a skill that you you got to like uh, be doing it for a while because a lot of companies can't can't do it. And knowing that you've write written something and then you put like oh, a good f bomb will go good here, but then it makes you also too like okay, how can I make this funny without you know using this type of language? So that part is a skill too. It's a, a skill and a challenge. I bet it is a yeah. challenge. It is a challenge, and still be funny, mm-hmm. you know, because because you clean don't mean that you yeah yeah you have to still be funny too. So it's I love it. Yeah, definitely I love it. So you mentioned uh, Murphy and and Pryor as uh, some influences. Mm-hmm. So when was the uh, initial leap for you to be like, you know what i I think I can I can do comedy? Like, do you remember? Was there ever like a moment? Um, whether it was an influence, like a person, like like uh, like a, a professional comedian, or just a moment where you went, I think I'm going to try and pursue this in a legitimate way. Um, I've always like watched uh, comics, like growing up, uh, even having them like on like a, a tape, uh, an album. I always used to like listen to comics and and see them, and just was in, inspired just. The, just the form of comedy, just standing on stage by yourself, making this whole room like explode off of something that you said. So I was always fascinated uh, by that, and um, I don't, I don't, because I was, I thought, well, I was always funny as a child as well. Um, <laughs> like, uh, uh, like class clown, I was always the, the jokester, always you know the guy like roast the other kid and you know so it was always like in me to do it but um never had had the uh i think the the courage to say oh i'm gonna go do this on stage until uh one day i was i was working i was working um at this uh com- computer company we had a contract with uh, dell computers and um i always used to like joke around the office with the other employees and so one of the employees was like, hey, man, um, the improv does a open mic on Wednesday. You should 
go up and do it, man, because you really funny. I'm like, nah, man, I don't know. Uh, I don't know if I could, like, like do that. Uh, I'm funny around you guys, but I don't know if I could, like, put something together and get it. Like, no, man, you was, you really funny, man. You could do it. And I used to do, like, impersonations, like, too. Like, you walk around, like, impersonating the boss and sounding just like him, like, yell out something and turn around and they say, oh, it's, it's Monte, man. He's just playing. And uh, this was like the time when like uh, like Bill Clinton was in the office. So I used to like go around the office imitating me. Like, hey, hey, uh, I did not have sex relations with, you know, so I used to like imitate them. And they, and they was like, man, this guy's good. You need to go on stage. I'm like, Oh no! Oh no! It's weird how other people see that in you, though. They're like, "Hey, man, you should really take this on stage." Because I've seen other people, and they're not even as good as you. That kind of thing, where you're just like, "Really? All right, I guess I'll take it onto the stage." Like, yeah. it's an interesting thing. I know um, Autumn was the one that said that to me because we used to play Dungeons and Dragons together, and she was like, "Oh, you should come to the Wench. It's a bunch of fun people there, and you can just like get up if you want." And I was like, "Oh." Okay, and I went and I met like pretty much everybody in the core group, like Rory and Roxy, and, and they were all just like super nice. And I was just like, "This is a really nice, not even nice, but very inviting environment to go up for your first time." And I was like, "Man, that was lucky for me." That was. I, it, I hear other people's stories and I'm just like, God, that's <laughs> awful. Because they were just like, oh, you did great. Even though I didn't do, because I talked way too fast, I didn't stop for any of my punchlines, anything like that. And they were just like, oh, you did great. And I was like, that's what I needed to hear off of that first one. Because then you it gets you coming back and then you're just like, oh, I understand what really is mm-hmm. the way jokes should be formulated. And you know what I mean? The way they should be told. And then you kind of like look back on like that first set and you're like, man, I was so bad. Thank god that they were like lying to my face which they are but like it's one of those things where you're just like it's something that new comics kind of need when they don't you think so yes they need that blind encouragement where it's like not necessarily like like um what you're doing is great but if you keep at it it could become great does that make sense what do you think you guys ever seen the movie whiplash no oh man but yeah, like, well, so Charlie Parker, right? He like he gets up on stage when he was just starting off, and he was he was decent, right, on the sax. But he fucks up on stage once, and uh, I think Joe Jones, the drummer, like hurls a cymbal at his head, uh, and uh, Charlie Parker, instead of going home uh, dismayed about it and quitting and and whatnot, he practices until he becomes so good that it's you know undeniable, right? So I think there's definitely some benefit. You gotta have the right mentality for it, but like. For, I was gonna, you, for a comedian to bomb and they, they have to go home that night and be like, how bad do I really want this? That's true, yeah. Absolutely. It's definitely a self-check. You're right on that. It is a self-check. Because the, the, the first time I remember, I first time I have did like a, a, just got on stage. I had no clue about nothing. I was just getting out of, um, I was a senior in high school. And so we, we used to have like these um, talent shows. And then I would go up. Everyone knew me anyway, so they was gonna laugh anyway because this is the this is the funny guy. So I would get up, do some, you know, some funny stuff at the talent show, and everybody would laugh and like, uh, and I thought, okay, yeah, this is good. And a security guard that was working at the school was at the talent show. He's like, hey man, this you're pretty funny. So he was like, hey, I want to take you out to this 
club and see if you could do like some some jokes at a club. I'm like, I have no idea on how to tell jokes. So I so I was like, okay, I just take the stuff that I did at school and do it here at the at the club. Man, I got to the club. I was like, so fine. I was like, I'm gonna get them with these. And I said those jokes, man, and it was complete silence. Complete. And I was like, okay, let me go into the next one. Try mm-hmm. to do that too. Nothing. And then some guy yelled out in the back of the club, like, hey, y'all come get him. Somebody. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Just like. Wow. Oh. I, that was it. I was. As bad of an experience as. That's what I mean. When I went up, it was silence. Nobody was laughing. And, I, and it, you have that. You know, internally, you're like, well, nobody was laughing and they're really supposed to be. But then I had a comic come up. It was Rory. It was, or I think it was Rory. He was just like, man, that wasn't together as it should be, but like there was potential. And that was one of those things where I went home and I was like, I really need to work on this more. Did that, it did that like the same kind of way, but it like lit no. a fire into you? Like it was, it was a fire uh, after I quit. Oh, okay. I, I was like, no, nah, I ain't doing this no more. I'm <laughs> done with this. But, then, uh, and that's when it had led me up to, you know, the office where I was working. It was mm-hmm. like, hey, you should go try the open mic. So I went and did the open mic. And, uh, like, before I was going on, I had remembered, like, from the high school, I was like, that will never happen to me again. And so I went in hard. And I went in hard and was, like, writing better and stuff. So I was like, no, that ain't going to happen to me again. And then I killed it at that open mic and just just caught that fire. I was high ever since. I was like, yeah, that's, that's how it's supposed to be. Not like that. I was going to say, it almost doesn't matter how your first time goes. It's almost how you react to it. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But you're right. I mean, there's something to be said for, um, you well, know, some reinforcement maybe yeah, from your you peers. Yeah, thank you for chiming in. But... Uh, <laughs> what's, what's going on here? Huh? <laughs> um, just like, yeah, no, just no, it's me fine. and Chris. So yeah. like, hey, well, I didn't want to interrupt your flow. Nick is here too. <laughs> All right, uh, but I, I noticed like when you first came around, people were giving you tons of encouragement, which they should have because you were good right off yes, the bat. But he was good right off the bat. Freaking funny. Like, I know. Right That's what the, I mean. And I hated that. I didn't I, hate it, but I could tell that. No. I remember asking you this. I was like, did you like just do stand-up? And you're like, nah, I taught for a while. And I remember thinking like, yeah, because you're so comfortable in front of a group of people. Right. And that's what right. I, like first six months, I was just like, not, I didn't have that right. ease, ease that people need when, they're, when you're telling jokes. You almost need to be like, we're just talking. What do we do? We're just talking. And then people are like, oh, okay. Yeah. You had that right off the bat. And that's what made your jokes work. You know, that's fair. Yeah, half of it, I I do agree. Yeah, comfort and confidence and all that right. kind of stuff. Um, yeah, I appreciate that. But I, I think also too, like you know, for me, that encouragement. I mean, it was nice maybe to hear at the end of the day, but uh, I don't know. And this is why we're kind of doing the podcast is to kind of get in the heads of other comedians as well. But for me, going home, I it's just kind of how my brain works. I focus on you know, the, the worst parts of, of the set. Like, I don't care if, if I've, if I had them laughing for most of my set, I will focus on, you know, absolute, just the minute details of like, Oh, f- I fucked that up, you know, but it makes me a better comedian. And so I drown out all that stuff about like, Oh, you know, Nick, you know, good job. You've only been doing it like six months. It's like, no, no, no. I'm going to just let, let me, let 
me focus on my shit. Well, you have your personal standards, and then you have right. other people. Ask. And those are the those are the worst ones. My personal know. standards, right? Yeah, Monty, you ever you ever you have yeah? What do you have those kinds of thoughts? You I, know? I I always have. I because I, I I am my worst critic. I because right. if, if a joke doesn't go over, or if I don't think that oh man, I didn't do that right. I I go home and I be like, oh, it'll bother me. Oh, yeah. It'll bother me. So I have to like fix it. I have to fix it so the next time I come. All right. It's I profound, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. Does it like it does is. it like gnaw at you? I mean like I, I lose sleep over it. It does. It bothers it bothers me a lot that I have to like tense up sometimes or like because it'll pop in my head. Like, right. Why well, I couldn't do that. Like um I heard uh uh Ricky, I think it was Ricky Smiley. Yeah, Ricky Smiley say that a comedian is only as good as his last performance. So that's how I go off my every every time I get a if it was whack, that was like, oh man, I'm I'm not as good as I, I thought I was. So I it it makes you a better person. Uh and a better comic. For sure. Uh because uh, like when you came on the scene, I didn't know you or you, Chris. I didn't uh but I saw this guy, I was like, man, this guy's really funny. He is funny. But I'm not gonna tell him. He's funny. <laughs> not right now. Not yet. Because most of the time, like like with new comics and you like for you it it, it had a positive like reinforcement for you, Chris. It did. But cause sometimes you can tell like comics that, oh man, that was really good. That was it gets know, into their head and shit. And then absolutely their head gets whole and, and they couldn't and they probably wasn't that great. And then the head gets swole, and then you can't tell him nothing. Because, oh, yeah, man, this guy came up to me. He could. <laughs> yeah, that's why I knew when, I, I, I swear it was Rory, but I can't remember for sure. But um, when he came up and told me, I was like, well, I know that that wasn't a good set. I saw everybody else's set, and they were way better than mine. But he was still trying to be, you know, encouraging, like, come back. Now, I think that was the big thing that he said that just like yes i will come back and work on it like because i write all my jokes out word for word so when i kind of like mess up the cadence or the words to it then i, I like really know it and i'm like wow. damn that sucks that is so weird yeah i know and i was wondering do you write your or do you just kind of generalize your jokes no, and I don't yeah right you don't write at all no oh that's interesting i was talking to uh nick earlier uh it's, it's this weird. blew my mind, Chris. It is. It's, it's, it's crazy. Um, what happens? I know, and I and I should, and I always tell them, "Man, you need to write. You need to write it down. You need to." But what happens is, I would see something, or something is funny to me, or I like, I get a premise, and then I um, I say it to myself, and I play it back in my head over and over. And over, and then I like add the pieces to it over and over. And I was like, "Oh, let, let me put this here." Most of it, most of the time, most of of my jokes come in the shower. It's weird. I'm I'm taking like showers. Hey now. <laughs> what? Hey now. <laughs> He's getting his radio voice yes. on. <laughs> okay, it happens in the shower. So I'm I'm I'm, I'm taking a shower and something to. I was like, oh, okay, that's funny. So I would like, I can't believe I'm telling you this. So I would like turn like like my back like to the water. Mm -hmm. Like, because I want to say, so I'm, I'm saying it like, okay. And then so I would like repeat it again another way. 
So, and then I would repeat it again another way. Then I'll add something to it. And uh, once I've it's said together. it over and over again, then I go on stage, see how it works. If it goes off, you know, I get like, you know, tags and everything, like from people saying something or, you know, and. Yeah, put do you it together. write on stage at all with those or do you normally bring it on stage like almost complete? I bring it on like stage like nearly complete. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe a tag will come a tag in. A, like like for and here's a good example cuz I know you guys seen like some of my stuff before like the the Star Wars like the Star Wars show mm-hmm. that I have. So, um, you know, I start off uh, you know, at the beginning and stuff like this about like George Lucas and everything. But, you know, so I've been like saying it over and over now at the beginning of the uh, Star Wars thing, I put in why I don't like it because I don't see like black people, I don't see this and the championships things, funny things. So I put that. Um, and then I've added like when I do the James Earl Jones, like I have like the, the, the two lines. Then I had added, like I said, um, when James Earl comes out, as you know, his voice is. Just commands a room is like the ability to destroy a planet is insignificant next to the power of the force. And then, you know, and then I the same guy, the same guy, James Earl Jones, I put in look Simba. Everywhere the light touches. It's so, it's so good. Even yeah. though it's, it's a not, great tag. Yeah, 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 I know. So I'm like saying them over and over, and I wish, man, I wish I write them down, but I don't. They just it's weird. It it's, is, a, uh, it's interesting. Weird. I actually write the same way you do that. I rewrite all the time. Like, I'll rewrite my jokes. So I, I do almost the same thing, but with writing. And I'm pretty sure Nick does the same thing, too. Same. Yeah, yeah. memorize word for word. But I keep it conversational, though, but I do memorize it. But one thing, though, that always gets me is that I have to, when I come up with an idea or a line or whatever it might be, I have to get it down just out of this weird paranoia that I might forget it. So Me is too. that your problem? Or like, I guess That's, you don't have that problem, but... No, that that is that is a problem. Okay. Because I'm like, oh, no, I'm, I'm going to forget this. Mm-hmm. I'm going to forget this. So uh, not saying that I don't write them would be like not completely true. Like if I get something that I really think, I would like, like write like one word, say... Something okay. that you'll remember. Yeah. So yeah. I'll look at it and be like, okay, now I, I got it. But I wish... I wish I could like. Well, it's different. That was the thing take that the time to yeah. write, and I probably would be a better. If I maybe but, you don't no, know but this work is this way. It's like it just it works for me. It's just it's like an epiphany. I just it just comes to me in a picture. It hits me. I like oh okay, that's how it goes. Yeah, it's so it's so weird because mine is so not like that. I almost have right. to almost I'm like having a conversation with myself while I'm writing it almost, and oh, then yeah. I'll like come up with little tags, and I'll be like, "All right, I'll rewrite it again." And then it, it's, it's almost it's, like yeah, it's the same way, but I'm like doing it aloud yep. to myself, mm-hmm. and I'm like rewriting or you know, talking to myself, I'm like hey, yeah, oh, what about this? And then, yeah, so it's it's weird though. It's very weird. Yeah. That's why, yeah, when we were talking about it before, it stressed me out a little bit, you know, when he was, because here, here he is, you know, a great comedian, and he's like, I don't, I don't, you know, I don't, I don't, write, I don't write it down. I but, hate it. I hate it. And I want to. I was going to say, it's it's a lot like music, how some great musicians are just like, I've never been able to read music. And you're just like, okay, but you're just so naturally, and, and you don't almost want to like mess with their flow of how it comes out, you know what I mean? So it's like, somebody's in there. Um, 
yeah, but you know what I mean. It, you don't want to mess with that flow. Like, I don't know at this point you would actually want to actually write out word for word. You know what I mean? That might mess you up on stage. But it's like what you guys were saying. Like, I write word for word. So if I mess up, not necessarily like every word, but if I mess up something, I would be like really down on myself later. And I, that's why I write after almost every open mic because I try and rewrite my jokes to see if I get any tag or that's just good. to just to memorize my stuff, you know? So kind of keeping with the topic of process and everything, you've talked a little bit about how you write a joke. Uh, and so this is a similar question, but maybe more about timeline too. But like, let's say you, like this morning, you were out and about and you, you came across a really good idea for a joke. What's kind of the incubation process? Like, how long would it take before you develop that idea, test it out on stage, and then actually incorporate it into your arsenal if it works? Like, what's the kind of the timeline? How long would that maybe take you, on first, average? First of all, I take a lot of showers. That's that's what I. So do. okay, so that's that's good. That's, that's where, where most of it happens. That's where it happens. It's magic the happens. magic happens <laughs> in the shower. So I take a lot of showers. Uh, we should do a writing session sometime. We should. We should. No, honestly, we should. Maybe I can learn. <laughs> Got to get those group showers going. That's the thing. <laughs> the ones with the partitions, though, you know? They're just like... Oh, Nick's in there with his paper and his pencil. He's just like, the shit's just getting wet, man. Come on. <laughs> oh, oh, wow, the, the process. Um... So, like, well, I mean, let's, you know, let's do a little role play, right? Like, if you, if you came up with an idea this morning... Mm-hmm. What would be your next steps, personally, from right in this moment? The the next step would be um, take a shower and uh, <laughs> really, you don't even think about it unless you're in the shower. <laughs> I, I promise. Wow. No, okay. I, I I get a, I no, I can get an idea, uh, but uh, that's all it would be, just an idea. Right. But for some reason, it does not come together <laughs> until like I'm I'm in the shower because I'm like, like some people like to sing in the shower and it, no, I. Perform. Come up with jokes. I, yeah. yeah, come. I actually perform mm-hmm. like whole routine. In do in you the envision yourself on the stage when absolutely, you're, yeah, absolutely. I'm I'm there. I t- I turn my back to the and that's it. I'm I am I'm here. I do that um, not for not for new jokes, but if I'm running a set, I'll do that in my mind, almost like um like I'm on stage. This is how it's like. I try and visualize as much as I can. I, I heard somebody say that, and I was like, "That's a really good." Mm-hmm. Like you try and visualize the stage and yourself and just all of that. Yes, I'm always visualizing it on the stage. So uh, I get the premise. I'm I'm going over it, and um, yeah. So all that that whole day, I'm just going. It, it's like playing over, over and over in my mind, and then uh, at an open mic i try to go out there and throw it out there and see what sticks so you'll test it out right away oh yeah yeah how often do you go to an open mic here and okay and that's something i need to work on as well uh because that was another question I, i really wanted to ask you was you know the process of your new material you know how often are you churning that out and and all that kind of stuff because i go to these open mics frequently and you know we hardly overlap, so I was just wondering how is he coming up with new material and testing it out? You know, there's a um, I don't I don't recommend this for everyone, but there's a, a a group of of guys that I have. They're not here with me in uh, Tucson, but they uh, we've always like chat and talk. So we have this this chat thing on like 
when we text or we talk. And but these guys have they're they're not comics, but they could be in their own right. But you know, you got that group of guys where you always when you get together, you're always joking and roasting each other and throwing, you know, stuff off each other. And so this is this group. And um they are some of the hardest, ruthless, nastiest people I have ever met in my life. But, you know, I love them to death. They keep it, like, so real with me that I have no choice but to, okay, I need to fix that. Because I would, like, in the process, like, throw a joke out there that I'm, like, working on and then get the feedback from them. And they'd be like, dude, what the, what the hell are you doing? What, what was... <laughs> What was that? I was like, okay, that work. I got to fix that up. So, so it's almost to, like a little test before you take it on the stage, kind of thing. Yeah, I would. Like I said, I don't know if it's for everyone, but I would like test. I always like test my my jokes first with, with your friends, and yeah, yeah, and then they give me like that 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 reading that feel like, okay, all right, I need to. I get that. Just work on that, but for the most part. Um, Anything that I say is like gonna be pretty funny. I've, I've mastered that. Not all the time, but most of the time, I, I'm I'm always like working on like material, even if I'm not, or it doesn't look like I'm working on it. I am working on it. Got something cooking in the brain? Just yeah, like okay. different ideas and stuff yeah. like that. Like yeah. the Sesame Street stuff the the night. I, I like I've the been, Big Bird. Yeah, I like that one a lot. <laughs> I was I'm working on it. I was like still working on it. it. Got to be right. Like once once I feel it, okay, it's it's there. Then I can like, but yeah, I'm gonna continue to work on that one. So so uh, let's look forward now. And what are your plans if you have any? What are some of your next steps in your kind of personal comedy journey, kind of where do you want to take this and when? Oh, man. I, um, my my expectations, I am, look, I'm not, I think, I think we've talked about this before. I'm not. We're talking about it now. I'm not trying to be <laughs> famous. Uh, not at all. I just want something like steady, like every weekend or every other weekend where I can just, um, go around uh, the nation and just do what I love. Like, this weekend, I'm going to be here. Or, you know, next weekend, I'm going to be here. Like, two weeks, I'm going to be here. Just, like, three times a day, and that's all I do. And just get uh, paid, like, a steady well for yeah, yeah, not anything yeah. ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, I'm not looking, like, to be, like, this famous dude, like, out there. Yeah, oh, that's the... That's the next. No, no, no. I just want something where people know. Oh yeah, that dude right there. He's, mm-hmm. he's a funny dude. So yeah, that's just simple goals. Yeah, just simple. Or maybe a lot of people might want the fame. Might want the. I want to be on TV. I want to be like that. No, 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 no. You just, just want to pay yeah. the bills, right? Yeah, absolutely. Right. And have enough left over to have fun. Absolutely, man. We, we can't let him off this okay. season. I was going to say, yeah. you got to go one more. Uh, either in terms of, of style and how you present the material on stage or the material itself, like what you write about, are there any particular themes um, that really influence you, that that you really just kind of like to incorporate 
into your routine. Themes. Yeah, just like, I mean, does, is there any particular aspect of life that you focus on more than others in your material? No, I don't. Uh, it's just life in just general. Life. life in general is funny enough. Uh, I have come to realize, because uh, I, I look at myself as an uh, observation, no comic, that um, I found out that there is nothing more funnier than the truth. The truth is the funniest uh, thing to me. Uh, sometimes it's uh, more uh, more funnier than just fiction, just making something. If, if you can just go up there and just point out something that someone else saw it too and say, oh, yeah, that does happen. I I never saw it like like that, you know. And if you can get people to laugh at themselves, uh, that's the best. So I I think that uh, my theme is just just life in general. I look at life and I see something, it pops out to me. I go through my okay Your routine. Yeah, my routine. It's like two <laughs> in the afternoon, you're like, I gotta go home and shower. You know, I don't I don't like try to um like the I don't like try to come up with. I did. I let the ideas come to me, and like, okay, yeah, that does happen. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, I hate that too. And uh, just get the people to laugh at the truth or themselves, and most of the time, that's when, that's how you get them. It, it it'll be effortless too. It's not like uh, like it. Don't make it hard for yourself. Just let it come and just enjoy it. Do you do uh, any political stuff? I know I was talking with Nick how we both found it to be almost polarizing. It when, is. When, yeah, when you pretty much go and you pick a lane and you're like, hey, this is how I feel. I, it, most of the people are like, well, I don't feel that way. And it, it almost like takes right. away from the jokes after almost. Now, it's some, it's some comics that can, can do it well. That can do, but I don't, I don't touch anything uh, political. Um, I try to also to stay away uh, from religion because uh, people don't like you messing with their beliefs and mm-hmm. you know what they think. But no, I don't do any like uh, political jokes because uh, when I I get on get up on stage, I don't want to exclude anybody. I want everybody to to be involved. I don't want like this group or this side of people be like, oh, why did he say this about you know this person? No, no, no. And if it is political, I I put it in a way where it's, you know, not that. Not so. The only political thing I have in my repertoire is, you know, what I say about, like, Trump. Mm -hmm. If Trump was, like, Darth Vader and, you know, so everybody can laugh at that because, you know, imitating him and they can see him and be like, okay, yeah, that's... Because it's it's stuff that he's already said. I don't, like, choose a side and say, like, no, no, I'm liberal or you know um no 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 i don't don't even touch it yeah you don't even touch it you just yeah no because i want everybody if you i was gonna say if you reference it you're not like um feel this way you're almost just like referencing almost like a character in a show or you know what i mean not necessarily like a political party kind of thing right yeah just yeah yeah so i I try not to do it yeah I, i this is sad to say comedians are so like 
egotistic. I don't know if you guys are, but me personally. I I want all the attention, <laughs> to be honest. When I get on stage, I want everything. I want it. Hey, this is my time, and uh, I want to give you something. I need for you to give me something. So uh, I don't want, like... I don't know when I'm like when I'm on stage and there's someone that's not laughing that bothers me the whole time I'm up there. So my job is to like okay, why is this guy not laughing? So I got to focus on like making this guy laugh. Not like being like happy that the whole room everyone else is laughing but this guy he might just have a just issue that night but no no no. He's going to bother me and if I could get one like smirk out of him or like, okay, all right, we good. <laughs> yeah, but I'm I like the attention. That's I think that's why we came up. I think, yeah, we're all we're all kind of in it for I love it. a little piece on that pie <laughs> yeah. for sure. I like for the party. Yeah, I heard this one uh British comic talking about how you want your audience to be like one forehead where you want them all almost to be reacting at the same time and all kind of in unison. And I always thought that was really good. And I, I always think of that when I do political jokes because I can see it on some people's faces. They're just like, I don't want to hear this. And you're just like, damn, that sucks. And then sometimes it kills, but it has to do it in a certain room. Right. You know, like Absolutely. everybody almost has to be in with you. And then it's just kind of like, well, that's almost a cheap laugh. And it's, it's such a weird, you know. I don't want to be weird. I'm sure the the fans listening at home, they want to know a little bit more about Monty Benjamin. Let's rapid fire some personal questions. You ready for this? Oh, I like it. Favorite food? Oh, he's taking a drink of water. Favorite food? I don't. I don't have a favorite. Oh Jesus! Food. I um, want to include all the foods. I uh, <laughs> I I am the most pickiest eater there is. I don't. Yeah. Yeah. I don't eat from everybody either. I don't. Nah. There's a lot of stuff that I don't. No, I don't even. Mention. That was that was a that was sorry, a toss. Dude, <laughs> that was a, that was a light toss. I, All you had to do was knock one. that no, out of the no, park. I don't know. Okay, <laughs> I don't know. I don't up. have a favorite food. I don't know. All right, what about a favorite joke or that you tell or somebody else told? How about that one? Wow. Uh, I don't have a favorite joke either. I'm just yeah. <laughs> no, okay. no, no. Okay. <laughs> Greatest fear. Oh shit. Greatest fear, man. You really joke writing group, <laughs> get it? <'Cause> <laughs> no, no. Uh, greatest, okay. I would. Uh, I don't know. Um, I was gonna say, I think I would be stuck with these questions too, Nick. I'm just know, saying, like, right? I don't, this I don't think I've thought of that one. Fear. The f the food thing, I would probably say something standard, but the greatest fear is just like, what? Well, I don't, I don't know. Oh. Some not <laughs> Shut up, Ty. <laughs> I'm afraid. And spoken like a man who's afraid. Of I don't. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Because I would probably say like just okay. Now would probably be just nah. Because I've done that before too. <laughs> Jesus. I don't know. I don't. I don't want to bomb. <laughs> I was gonna say having uh, having a good set and not being able to deliver it, something like that, because I yeah. could feel it. You know. I can't. Yeah. I can't. It's such a weird. Would, you know. Jesus. Uh, you you got uh, 
let's say a, a fantasy show. Oh. Okay, so you got uh, maybe you're, like you're what kind of fantasy? What like you're going about? like you're going on a national about? tour. Okay, you can take three guys with you or girls. Um, what comics would you select? And they can be local. They could be obviously very famous, dead, living. You could take three comics, kind of like a Kings of Comedy tour. Well, who are you? Who are you taking with you? Oh, could be anybody. Wow, that is a great question. I don't anybody at all. Oh my god, living dead. Yeah, I was gonna that, say living dead. That's... But I can take with me. Mm-hmm. You and three other people. Doesn't matter who's opening or headlining. You're gonna switch it up. Okay. Wow. All right. Just three? Just three. It's got to be four. Okay. <laughs> All right. No no particular order. I'm just, okay. I'm just yeah. throwing them out there. Uh, Dave Chappelle. Nice. <laughs> he, would, uh, he would definitely have to be with us. <laughs> it would be Dave. And this is tough right here, trying to break it down in these two. Um, I think also I would... I would take Bernie Mac. <laughs> I don't know. I love oh, this. Yeah. I love this dude. Uh, <laughs> you put me on the spot. I don't want, <laughs> I don't want to disappoint anybody. Oh, they're, um, they're gonna be fine. Well, I, I don't know. I can't. Uh... Maybe a rotating guest spot will be the yeah, last one. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> Nick Champ. yeah, because they probably can't just make every city. So I might have to. Yep. Yeah, I, I would take Nick. Uh, <laughs> For diversity, if he brings come on now. No, no, I would. Um, wow, you know what? You know, I have to. This is good. Bill Burr. Okay. Wow. I really liked yeah. his last special a lot. I did too. Yeah. Oh my god, he was Paper Tiger. So I thought was really on good. Point yeah. With we society is right. Oh my mm-hmm. god. Yeah, those are Bill Burr. Okay. Yeah. Oh, are you surprised? You're like, wow. Well, I mean, of all, yeah. Wow. Of all the, yeah, I mean, of all the people that you could have chosen for that last spot. But, I mean, that's you cool. Don't think, you no, don't that's think, cool. No, 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 no it's you fine. You don't think that Bill was <laughs> no, he's, yeah, great, great selection. For, for me? That's what, that's what he said. I know. He was trying to Chris, throw it. I was like, like wait, wait, look, man. Wait, wait, time out. So who would you say, who should I put there? No, from who should from I From Nick's there? point of view. Yes. <laughs> Since Bill Burr is not it's just a, not appropriate for your tour. Right. <laughs> Look, well, first of all, I you know Bill Burr's obviously a great comedian. I personally, everybody's got their own tastes, you right? Know, and he just, of course, I've never been a fan of anger comics or whatever. You think he's angry? Well, I mean, that's kind of his thing, I'm right? Uh, you know, he's always kind of hot. I, I know what you mean by that, but right. his last special was so great material-wise because I've material, never been a huge exactly, fan of his. I always thought that he was good, but I remember watching that last special and I was like, this is like. All right. Stuff and what always makes me like after I watch comedy, even if it's like locals, mm-hmm. something that like I try and give like a really good compliment to somebody is like that made me want to go home and write, and that's mm-hmm. why I felt after Bill Burr, he had this joke about watching that um, documentary with his wife. And his wife, and she, he was like, do you want to stop this? And she just goes, no, we're going to finish it and discuss it afterwards. And I remember pausing it, and when I was just like, I, that makes me want to write. Like, that joke was so well thought out, and just like how it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but, and, oh, yeah. Go no, go ahead. Okay. Who, who, who well, was I supposed so to have? Actually, I w- <laughs> I'm dead on with you for the first two. I would absolutely take those same two. I'm not even kidding. I would take those same two. And the, but the third one I would personally slip in Robin Robin Williams I would take him with me. I I 
comedy from the 70s 80s is so different than it is it now is it's hard to different. slip them in but he was such a yeah well like yeah i mean his was well, like his physical it's just yeah. unbelievable you know Voices. what it, it almost like that group for you fits because you are so opposite of one another. You are right. the opposite of Robin. The complete oh, yeah, totally. other side totally, yeah. of the right. coin of Robin. So I can see that happening. Yeah, it yeah. will one day, right? So, yeah. <laughs> so you're like Bill Burrow. Pearly Gates. Right. Yeah, that's all right. Yeah, that's all right. It's you're just, right, though. It's, a, it's your own, you know, taste. Bill Burr. Yeah. Cry, or, about or, Cry about it. Cry about it. Or probably joke. Joe Coy, if Bill can't make it. <laughs> yeah, Joe Coy's pretty. Jossap. <laughs> Jossap. That joke. Yeah. Jesus. Who? Chris, who? who, who uh, you? I would take Chappelle because he was my first, like, uh, when I was in high school. Maybe it was, like, a little bit out of high school. Killing Me Softly that's, was huge. That's and that's, too. yeah, that's that I was my jam. With that too. Yeah. Oh um, and then I would take the other Dave, Dave Attell. Because I, he's just like the kind of comic that every comic kind of wants to be. Like he almost has a great new joke every kind of mm-hmm. every week kind of thing. Um, and then the third, I would probably go with Patrice O'Neill because oh. the stuff that I see from him, I've never, I never got to see him live. Regretting Bill Burr now, right? The now. stuff <laughs> I see from him online is so ridiculously funny. It makes me wish that because I didn't know him when he was alive. I wasn't really even into comedy at oh that point. God. In my life, when I was like 20 to 26, 7, I just like didn't like comedy or he just wasn't was into dude, it. He was the guy I was like contemplating on between him and, well, Dave was a lot anyway. Him and like Bernie Mac, I was like, maybe, no, nah, but Bernie's my guy. Yeah. But Patrice O'Neill. He was so good. And people would talk about how. Genius, dude, he was crowd work people were like he used to end sets with crowd work and it would kill and like when you think about that you're like that is such a feat like as a comic where you're like all right i'm gonna end this 45 minute set with like 10 minutes of crowd work and you're just like really and it like he would murder every time yeah that's a good that's a good group you got yeah that's because i thought you was gonna go another way but i'm glad (laughs) what do you mean Chose like uh, Joe Rogan kind of maybe yeah I never really liked this comedy but um, I like him as an interviewer which is weird so I like it when he talks with comics I'm like yeah that's that's your lane but that's, as far as comedy awesome. I yeah and not my favorite Bill Burr because we're going on tour yeah and I got to keep the diversity I got to have really is that why you avoided O'Neill so that you didn't round up I didn't want yeah okay. I'm always thinking about my yeah oh, could have yeah. been the kings oh, yeah. include been everybody the kings of comedy tour too. <laughs> But the one that uh, stands out to me the most and that inspired me to do um, my uh, uh, ninja joke was the joke where he says, I don't litter because if I, uh, if I litter, um, I can like, uh, like arrest it or take it in. He's like, what if I was like, drinking a Coke and I just happened to throw it over my shoulder and it falls like in the park next to this dead person. Now, like when the investigators come and they see the can with my fingerprints on it and now I'm the suspect of a murder that I have not committed. So 
That's why I don't. I don't li- yeah, I and love it. Oh, and the other one that goes, he say, I don't. Um, he say, also, I, 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 I take all my receipts. I, I get all my receipts because he say he fusses with the the Asian dude yeah, the for stuff. the pack of gum. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. yeah. Pack, yeah. <laughs> like, what time is it? <laughs> <laughs> what you mean? Like five? Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> mark my face. Mark my- <laughs> yes. <laughs> Love it. Yeah, the, the one I always think about with him is it's kind of in that same vein. He's talking about how uh, he's walking down the street and if he sees a white woman coming towards him, <laughs> he's like, she's probably thinking like, oh, I hope this guy doesn't do anything. He's like, I hope nothing happens to this white woman. I'm going to be blamed for it. <laughs> so good. I know. Dude. He always thought like that. He always. Uh, it makes me think of a Chappelle joke where he's talking about, he's like, you always got to have an alibi. So I like to stand in my front window with today's newspaper just jacking off. And they're like, yes, Mr. Chappelle was across the street at exactly 810 and he was masturbating in the window. It was just like, those jokes are so great. Right? It's they like, are, oh, dude. they're wonderful. I lose. And this happens even just with local comedians. You don't have to be like famous for me, but like I, I hear a joke. And it's just like I, I, I stay up at night wishing I had written that joke, you know. Like obviously for Patrice's stuff, I, I can't read it personally. But like I'll hear just such a clever joke and I'm like, mm-hmm. I wish. I'll, I'll write something like that one day, hopefully, you know. We can only hope. Yes. You guys are great. Yeah, this has been a really good uh, first thanks. podcast. I've thanks. been really – yeah. really get to know I know. Oh, yeah. There's yeah, a nice flow to it good. too. Yeah, I know. Uh, we'll trim kind of probably half of this. <laughs> it's probably been like an hour, right? Yeah, we might do. We might do it in two parts, though. Oh, hey, two yeah. parts—that's a good idea. Because we're uh, trying to keep it like kind of shorter. But yeah. yeah, I understand. Yeah. What? Um, yeah. Anything you want to plug here, real quick, before you go? Like, nope. any, like, well, social media or not, shows or anything? It's not going to be uh, relevant when you guys put this out. So, well, what matter. about what's your Instagram? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Chris. That's that's more. You know. Yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah, plug, yeah, I plug, plug a show and be like, oh, this Dave Margolis' show on the twelfth. <laughs> oh my god! This might come out like next year. <laughs> Man, you're sweat you're sweating Nick over here pretty hard. Well, that's all I'm I saying. Mean, shit. Yeah, you guys want to do the podcast? <laughs> I'll leave. Uh, uh, let's do a round of Instagrams. I'm at uh, Sequin Comedy at uh, Instagram. Yep. Where Comedian Monty. Comedian Monty. Comedian Monty. At Nick Chant Comedy for me. Okay. And that's all our Instagrams. Thank you all very much. This has been Technique with Nick Chant and Chris Quinn. Thank you to our guest, Monty Monty Benjamin. I almost had that fucking smooth, damn it. I know. You were were at it, did you? Look, it's the first one. I'm the man. Yeah, it's the first one. (laughs) Mess it up. That that, that was my problem. I caught eye contact. Yeah, that's what happened. Yeah, I got it. All right. Thank you all very much.